It's happy hour time. Welcome to my show. I'm your host, Simon Ngo. I'm a lifestyle and wellness coach. And one of the things that I love to do is to drop some truth bombs. Some of the ugly ones, some of the touching ones, some funny ones. Most importantly, these are just all reminders on how to live out of your own bullshit and more into realness so that you can lead your pathway to find more happiness in your own life. So let's get started. This week, we're going to talk about the question, what is your weakness? And it shits me to tears when people say, oh, my weakness is that I am a perfectionist. Oh my God. I mean, kill me now, like right now. And I definitely think the reason why I'm getting quite worked up when people say I'm a perfectionist is a weakness of theirs is because it's not real. Like you're just hiding behind a veil that has the word perfectionist. If you are a true perfectionist, it's great because it means that you have attention to detail, you're going to be meticulous at whatever you do, you're going to constantly pick out the loopholes, things that are not so great, um, things that you can improve and whatnot so that you can produce the best final product. But to say that your weakness is that you're a perfectionist, there is not a weakness that is just not willing to face what the real issue actually is or not willing to break it down or elaborate what the real issue actually is. I mean, if you're a perfectionist, good on you. And it's great, don't get me wrong, because I was once a perfectionist. But we also need to understand that how is it affecting our life? How is it affecting the people around us when we are being a perfectionist? For example, is it that you constantly procrastinate, hiding behind the veil and the excuse that I'm a perfectionist, therefore it takes you longer to produce the final output? Secondly, is it that you're an overly critical person? So when you look at things, even the tiniest criticism, even the tiniest imperfection will trigger you and set you off. And because of that, the way you interact with other people will also now be affected. That's a weakness. And when you look at it into a third dimension, if you're a perfectionist, is it that you don't work well in a team environment? Because the way that you function is you're looking out for things to improve. You much rather work it slow and get things to 100% rather than having 80%. Because 80% in your eyes, it's just not good enough. 90% is just not good enough. Not even 99.95%. It has to be 100%. And therefore, to be working with you, it's a high pressure environment. It's a environment where you have to strive, you have to produce, you have to be able to take it. 
um, and therefore now that's affecting your relationship with the people around you because you might not be a team player. Like these are the things that we look out for when we do ask people, what is your weakness? I mean, as a person who has worked as a manager for the past seven years, I know because when I do ask this question, what is your weakness? And someone answer, well, I'm a perfectionist. I would dig deep to ask you, why do you think so? The reason is we need to acknowledge, we need to discover and accept what our weaknesses are so that we can continue to work on them. Similarly, hiding behind just the one sentence or the one word, perfectionist, isn't good enough because you need to break things down and understand what is it that makes you a perfectionist? What is it that gives you that entitlement of that sense that you're a perfectionist? In my opinion, honestly, after all these years, I think perfectionism, perfection, perfectionist, perfect, any variations of the word perfect should actually be used to the most minimal amount as best we can, if not avoid it altogether. Because there is no such thing as perfect, most likely than not. And I think people need to be aware of that because sometimes people love to hide behind, oh, I'll wait for a perfect timing to do that. I'll wait for the perfect moment to tell her about this or to break up. I'll wait for the perfect job to come up and then I'll be happy. So on and so forth. And I think that notion of perfection is almost like a little hiding hole that we're hiding behind. So let's stop hiding. Let's get real. Like what are we truly afraid of when we're hiding behind the word perfect and its variations? Like, understand, first of all, your strength if you think you're a perfectionist. Because in my personal opinion and in my personal journey, I think when I did once hide behind a word, I am a perfectionist. I think I was a workhorse. If I put my mind to it, I'll make it happen. And I think that's one of the things that I retain to this day is, you know, I think it's easier to just say, let's go make shit happen. Put your mind onto it, have a great focus and just go out and do it. The second thing that I learned from um, understanding and after breaking it down, why did I think I was a perfectionist is that Um, I'm resilient because in my um, mental canvas, what I'm looking out for, and I'm, I'm looking out for all the loopholes, I'm being super critical with myself, with my work product, with everything that I do, that I'll nitpick every single detail. Yes, it can get quite stressful. Yes, it can get quite time consuming, so on and so forth. But 
What it has really given me is resilience. Like you can just chuck shit at me, and I will come back at you every single time. Stronger, better, you name it, I'll do it. I think that is like a combination of perfectionist and a cockroach. Like you just, you just can't be killed. Like you know, smack with a piece of newspaper. Um, sweep it with your broom, spray it or whatever. But they, but those creatures, they are resilient. And time and time again, you do think that you have smacked the cockroach to death, but he still will come back and run away if you blink your eye. How do I know that? It's happened to me multiple times. <laughs> and I think, yeah, like on the most serious note, is like the resilience level is. Is there because you you can take it and I and I think that's what I love um, with the lessons that I've definitely gone and taken away from my years of hiding behind the phrase I'm a perfectionist. On a similar note, the weakness or the weaknesses that we spoke about earlier, you know the um, how we can procrastinate, how we can be overly critical and sometimes um, criticism either from other people to us or giving it because when you're a perfectionist, like you see the world and you see everything that is put on the table from your lens of so-called perfectionism. And because I'm resilient doesn't mean everybody else is. Because I can take it doesn't mean I'm allowed to just give it. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, um, has become such a great um, lessons for me in my life is whilst when Whilst I'm searching for all the loopholes, while I'm being super critical and I wish the world would just tell me and list down everything that went wrong so I can go on and fix it, not everyone sees the world that way or not everyone functions that way. Some people need that celebration even in the littlest amount to keep them going. Some people need that motivation, that encouragement, and that, you know, that little um, part of nurturing for them to, to fill up their drive so that they can go forth and achieve what your vision is, what you wanted them to achieve, um, to bring them to that next level. So that's two. And then three, because of that, your relationship with your work colleagues and your friends sometimes can be, you know, a little bit on the shaky side because of just simply hiding behind the phrase, I am a perfectionist, when the true reality is I'm just an asshole who is difficult to work with. Um, Yeah, and I think that was... Uh, that was certainly true for me um, for for maybe a couple of years in my first um, yeah in my first couple of years as a manager is like yeah 
I was that that person, you know, that bitch who was difficult to work for or difficult to work with because I'm just so overly critical and I, um, for example, in my mindset is that if I can produce this thing in an hour, why do you need three hours to do this? That's just not good enough, you know? Or in my lens, like, um, well, this is not 100%. This is only 99.95%. Where did the other 0.05% go? like ex- expect like your expectations is so high and you start to see the world from only your lens and your people skills really suffered and i think that's the real weakness so when you were asked next time what is your weakness and before you answer i am a perfectionist Break it down and just don't hide behind that phrase, I am a perfectionist. Really acknowledge the points that you think that is making you a perfectionist and that's holding you back that you know that is a weakness. Own it. Last episode, we spoke about, you know, owning your true self in order to unleash the most authentic you. And I think when you unleash yourself, it's very confronting at the same time stop hiding this is who you are and this is what you are made of and what you're capable of so own it once you've acknowledged that um weakness and once you've accepted it that's when you go away and do work on it because hiding behind a phrase i am a perfectionist la 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 it makes it easy it makes it easy for you to just put this facade on and hopefully people will see it as a twisted version of your tr- your strength. And then you're not going to do anything about it because you kind of like just hide, hide and hopefully everything will be okay rather than actively saying that it's okay to talk about my weakness because I'm aware of it and I'm willing to do something about it and I would love to have the support from you, whoever you are, whether you're my friend, whether you're my partner, whether you're my employer, um, that sounded a little bit wrong, whether you're my employer, yeah, whether you're my boss, my manager, whoever you are, like I know these are my weaknesses but I also know how to manage it. And I would love for you to help me get there. So if I become too bitchy, if I becomes too, uh, if I ever become too overwhelmingly unbearable, tell me straight to my face, Simon, you're being a bitch right now. And I'll be like, oh, sorry, habits, habits that I've been hiding behind, you know, a veil of I am perfectionist is, is there. So, um, yeah, wake me up, tell me to get real, tell me to stop hiding, and and that's how you do it. That's how you confront yourself in order to move on to a better self. Why is that important? I think no one is ever perfect. When you fix something, something else will go wrong, and I think life is more dynamic than we give it credit for as they always say the only thing that is 
permanent in life is impermanence. So things are forever changing, and when things are forever changing, that would include you know our habits, our likes, our dislikes, the way we function, the way we think, the way we express emotions,、um, the way we interact with others. So. So it's also important for us to constantly be aware or checking in with you know what is the other excuse that we're hiding behind now, what is the other facade that we are putting on now because we are not ready to unveil or unleash our true self. Because life, I reckon, is a constant work, or a work in progress, and. When we can learn to accept ourselves, like we become free. The funny thing is, we somehow expect people to accept who we are, for who we are or what we are. Yet deep down, there's always that little element of unacceptance. From ourselves, like now that I say that out loud, it actually sounds so almost borderline, like really sad, and um, and I know I'm not alone in in feeling that because everyone has that little inner critic or um deep. Self-limiting beliefs that throughout your years of growing up, or even now, that will surface from time to time. Thinking that you know how you are as a person is just not good enough, whether um it's doubting that you're not good enough for the job you're applying for, whether that is you're not good enough for the person that you're falling in love with, um. And so on and so forth, you know. And um. But the funny thing is, we kind of like miraculously hope that people will just accept ourselves, for who we are and what we are, in the background, without ourselves putting in the work to accept ourselves. Does that even make sense? Like I think that is like the ultimate explanation of like you know the the hiding behind, um, I'm a perfectionist type of reasoning is like we are not ready to accept the fact that, um, we are super critical. We are um a bitch to work with in a team environment. Um, we're a procrastinator, and therefore we will just simply say I'm a perfectionist, and hopefully. The world would just understand that I'm a perfectionist because that's the easy way. It doesn't require me to look into the mirror and say, "Simon, you're a procrastinator. Simon, you're such a critical bitch who is hard to work for and hard to work with, and you can sometimes, from time to time, be overwhelmingly unbearable." It doesn't require us to、um, look at ourselves in the mirror and just go. You are such a cold, heartless person because you are such a negative Nancy. You only look at things that 
are wrong and you're constantly nitpicking for that 0.05 that is missing rather than celebrating the 99.95% of what is there and being put on a table like why aren't you acknowledging someone else who's put in the work who's put in the tears the hours the blood the money and effort to produce the 99.95% like are you even freaking human yeah so because it doesn't require us to do that it's just easy to hide behind my weakness is that I am a perfectionist no let's not hide let's get real let's get down and dirty let's do this confronting stuff it's not easy no one ever mentioned that it's easy is it worth it hell yeah if you go and ask anybody out there who is successful who has done something that you aspire who has done something that you went wow i wish i was like that i don't think anyone would ever tell you that it was easy yeah no don't think so there is always work behind the scenes has always been like the um endless hours the sweat the tears the sacrifices that people have to yeah the sacrifices that people had to to go through in order to get there um and i don't think anything that is worth celebrating is ever easy if there is a person that you have an ultimate crush on and they just marry you and say yes without even going to i don't know the dating phase like what is this married at first sight or or is there even a sense of fulfillment yeah no i th- like i think maybe call me a you know a critical person once again or call me a negative nancy whatever you like but i think if it's that easy i question it like really like surely not you know whatever it is like if things are too easy i think that's when you should really question the legitimacy of um of the situation and really reassess um maybe this is just from my own upbringing my own experience but i definitely think that there is that little sense of fulfillment when you've worked so hard when you've given your 100% in the moment that you think you could and there's nothing else you could do physically mentally and we are back that is the perfect example of a creating a less than perfect episode of a podcast and i'm so glad that it actually happened um i accidentally and stupidly ended the recording mm. oh well <laughs> um yeah so i think there is that sense of fulfillment when you have given your all and there is nothing else you could do in that moment physically mentally or emotionally and that's it that's 
everything you could do, I think there is definitely that sense of fulfillment. Things might never become easier. And I think that's true for anything that we attempt in our life. You just simply become better at it. You just simply put your head into gear and improve and try and get better at whatever you are attempting. And that is the same thing with trying to learn how to overcome our own hiding behind the lens or behind the sentence of I am a perfectionist. It takes practice, but it does start with the very first step, being aware and followed by the second step, the acceptance that you are or we are hiding behind the lens of I am a perfectionist. And from there, every time you catch yourself using that excuse or hiding behind it again, it it creates this little muscle memory to jolt us and say, hey, let's try and do something about it. Let's try and confront what is the actual weakness that we are hiding behind or trying to um, put a cover on top behind that word perfectionist and see how can we actually actively try and manage our actual weakness so that the impact on ourselves and the impact to the people around us is absolute minimal and therefore having that weakness isn't all that bad after all if that even makes sense. Yeah. And I think the most important thing in acknowledging that we have a weakness and acknowledging that it's okay to talk about it ultimately needs to lead to the um, revelation that we are actively doing something to handle it and to manage the situation rather than being ignorant, rather than just hiding behind the veil of I'm a perfectionist and not do anything about it because it's the easy way out. Let's not. Let's work our ass off to to become the better, if not the best version of ourselves on a daily basis. And I think that's how we can achieve that sense of fulfillment because at the end of the day, fulfillment is definitely one of the very important pathways to happiness. There you have it. Our second episode, really nailing and opening this little getaway that we've been hiding behind called I'm a perfectionist when we are asked, what is your weakness? So the next time you catch yourself about to split out the sentence, my weakness is that I am a perfectionist. Think twice, think three times, if not four, five, or six times deep down, what is the actual weakness that you think is stemming from you being a perfectionist? And tackle it head on. Tackle it head on. If you say it out loud with no judgment from yourself, then nobody deserves the right to be judging you too. Because they 
should be actively be working with you and helping you manage the weakness and helping you move forward to turn your weakness into your genuine gem of your very own authentic personality. There you have it. This is our takeaway from this episode. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Happy Hour Podcast with Simon Yo. If you have loved these um, little gems of millennial wisdom so far, please give us a review or a five-star rating in whatever podcast app that you're re- listening to. It will just help us know that I am on the right track, first of all. Second of all, it will just help the show go to even more people because the better ratings that we get, the more reviews that we get, the more exposure that the show is going to get. And I would love you to um, either give me a five-star review, help me share the podcast by um, direct sharing via your podcast app or telling your friends and your families about it. And don't be shy to send in a request about a topic that you want to talk about. Find me on social. I'm most active on Instagram and you can find me at simongo.wellness. That is Simon, S-I-M-O-N-N-G-O, as you will spell non-governmental organization, dot wellness. And you can also get lots of info about what I'm up to. Um, with my business and my daily projects on my website that is livingsimplysimon.com. Until next time, stay real, let's not hide and let's avoid the word perfect. Now get on to your perfectly imperfect lives. See you next time. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast